This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hi. You were rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Certainly a holiday feeling in the air with Thanksgiving coming up tomorrow. And hopefully you have a great, we're also certainly feeling grateful around here. Uh, again, you know the deal. John Martin, our man, is in Aruba. Actually heard him with Jeff Calkins today. Uh, he appeared on the Jeff Calkins show. John Martin will not be appearing with us. We'll have a t- He and I will have a talk about that. Uh, once he gets back. Sounds like he's coming back today, actually. So we hope it's been a good holiday week for him. Uh, but more importantly, it does. It feels like there's a big game vibe in the air, uh, certainly with Memphis, uh, this Tigers basketball team, taking on Michigan in the opening round of the battle for Atlantis and the Bahamas today. That game is at four. And like we mentioned yesterday, they might be Memphis a slight favorite. We were going off those Ken Palm uh, uh, analytics, and Ken Palm's got Memphis as a one-point winner. Figured the line would be pretty close. Tigers again favored by one and a half. And Penny Hardaway will be back on the sideline, obviously, for the Tigers after serving that three-game suspension uh, for the early in-home recruiting visit happened a couple of years ago. As for Jawan Howard, Michigan's coach, don't know yet. The la- I-, I checked it again right before we came on, and the latest is he's he's at Atlantis. Uh, he's in the Bahamas on the on the island, uh, but doesn't know. Phil Martelli said he doesn't know yet whether Jawan will be on the bench. Of course, Jawan Howard has been similar situation. In the case he's been gone too. Phil Martelli has been filling in as the interim, much like Rick Stansberry doing for uh, the Memphis Tigers. In Michigan's case, Jawan had a heart procedure in September, still in rehab. But again, he is down there, and Martelli joked he's already helping. You know the the. Uh, the, the economy down in the Bahamas, but we do not know in terms of spending, obviously. Nice little joke from Martelli. <laughs> but we do not know yet whether Jawan will be on the bench. So that'll be an interesting thing we see, whether this will be a sort of reuniting of former NBA stars that are now college basketball coaches with both of them on the floor. If we'll just have Penny Hardaway and Phil Martelli uh, uh, as opposing coaches in this one. Again, big game vibes because... You know, it's a quad one opportunity, most likely on in these neutral court opportunities. You know, top fifty net is, are those is what you need, and you figure this Michigan team, at least from what they've shown, though they're coming off a loss to Long Beach State, will remain around there. We know this is coming off a week where Missouri is lost, and so what looked to be at one point a quad one road win for Memphis, probably a quad two now. So you need these opportunities, and there's a possibility, Brett. You know, you start today that you could get three quad one opportunities nice. that will likely stay there. Um, if you can, uh, if you can win them all, and so that's why, you know, I heard John say it today, and I heard uh, Jeffrey and, and and Jeff sort of talk about this. Is today a must win for the Tigers? I tell you, it is. Yeah, I know it's early season, but again, Penny Hardaway has told you this is the Tiger season, and you don't put together this kind of non-conference schedule, right? Hoping to improve your seating, and 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 hope to play Stanford in the second right. round. That's why today is is must win in that sense. It's must win for your resume. Speaking of college basketball. Uh, number seven, Tennessee, lost to Purdue yesterday, 71-67. Uh, and that's in the Maui Invitational. Uh, really physical game. Brad and I were talking about it before we came on the show. Uh, thing is, Tennessee, now in the third-place game, takes on the number one team in the country, Kansas, which went down at the hands of Marquette. So we got plenty of college basketball to talk about, digest. Obviously going to be breaking down this Memphis-Michigan game. Dylan Brooks been running his mouth I see before this one, and you expected it. We knew the comments he had made to Chris Mannix before the season. We saw those uh, talking about how he says the Grizzlies scapegoated him, basically. Uh, But we got some fresh ones this week, obviously ahead of tonight's game. Grizzlies in action at Houston. And uh, we've been looking forward to this one. And Dylan Brooks certainly had something to say. Uh, We will discuss those things. Very interesting. I loved uh, Taylor Jenkins' response to some of Dylan Brooks' comments. New college football playoff rankings are out. Ahead of rival, rivalry week, hard for, enough for me to say. News you uh, really need to know about that is that Washington jumped Florida State uh, for the number four spot. We'll get to that. Got NFL games on four of the next five days. That's sweet. 
uh, that tells you you're in the uh, you're in the holiday week, including three tomorrow. Best of them is probably Niners Seahawks. Got a Black Friday game, Dolphins Jets. Uh, yeah, thinking about football. Thanksgiving makes yes. me hungry. It does. Before all, before we get to all that, we'll set up the show. Eleven thirty. We'll talk to the great Anthony Sane. Uh, of Bluff City Media, host of the Anthony Sane Show there. Uh, obviously, we'll talk about what Dylan Brooks said, this matchup with Houston, which, listen, I was pointing out to Brad, yes, yeah, 6-3 start, have dropped the last three all on the road, but if you look at this team's defensive numbers, look good. they're one of the best defensive teams in the, uh, in the NBA, and, of course, Dylan Brooks, the head of that. So we'll talk about the matchup. We'll talk about what Dylan Brooks have to say. Plenty of Grizzlies with Anthony Sane at 1130 at noon. We'll do the rundown like we always do, and then at 125 or so, we've had to move some things around today. We'll have commercial appeal columnist Mark Giannato talk about that $50 million gift from Fred Smith that's uh, helped the facilities conundrum uh, and and more with Mark Giannato. You know he's a Michigan man, so we got to break down a former Tigers basketball beat writer. So we got to break down, obviously, today's big game. So that's the show. Lots to get to, but we'll we'll start here again with Memphis versus Michigan today. Uh, we mentioned Penny Hardaway is back. Uh, Phil Martelli, here's where it said, Juwan is here. I would say the economy in Atlantis has welcomed him. He does not know, though, however, <laughs> whether Juwan Howard will be on the bench this week. Uh, Michigan comes in 3-1. and one. And listen, we were just talking about him before this loss to Long Beach State. Very impressed by the win they had at St. John's there, obviously. And then they go out uh, on Friday at home and lose to this Long Beach State team and give up 94 points. So what to make of this Michigan team? Well, they've got some transfers. They're doing a lot of the damage. Namari Burnett's from Alabama. But it's really uh, Olivier Kamwa. That's the guy. The transfer from Tennessee, one of their bigs. 6'9", 235-pound grad transfer. He's averaging 18.3 points per game, 8.8 rebounds per game. And he can pop out and shoot threes. And this is the thing. He's 4 of 9 this year from three, so he'll step outside, challenge your bigs to come out and defend him. And here's the, here's the thing. This entire Michigan team that, yes, lost a lot of talent. Hunter Dickinson had a couple of guys go off to the NBA, obviously. What, what they've done with this roster is made it one that's where the entire guys, one through five, will shoot the three. Um they're, as a team, this Michigan team shooting 38.7% from the floor. That's 42nd in the country, Brad. So that's what they're going to try to do to you. I know you you look at them at 6'9", six, 6'7", six, uh, and say, well, you know, that team's pretty big. Uh, but what their big thing is is shooting threes, and their 5'11 point guard, his name is Doug McDaniel, can do it. He is the head of the snake. He leads them in scoring 21 points per game, and I mentioned he's shooting 41% from three. And so key to this, and you can you can sort of hear it, where I'm going with this, it's going to be guarding a three-point line uh, uh, today versus Michigan. That's what they do. The thing about it is uh, Michigan opponents are shooting 37% from three, and that's one of the things that Long Beach State, in scoring 94 points uh, on Michi- against Michigan on Friday, was able to do. And again, yeah, Michigan opponents, 34 of 92 from three. And Memphis this year, they're better than Michigan is offensively from three. Memphis this year is 20th in the country. Small sample size so far, but the Tigers are shooting 40% from three on the season. We've mentioned all the weapons. David Jones, obviously, at the head of that. Jaquan Walton has shown that he can knock down the three. You've got Caleb Mills, Javon Quinterly, all capable. And the Tigers come in, you know, three games, three wins, having shot the ball really well. Brad and I talked about it yesterday, the big question for the Tigers, and you don't know, again, whether, and Jeffrey was making the point, he's absolutely right, giving up 25 offensive rebounds to an Alabama State is a sign that, you really do have a problem in terms of inside and defensive rebounding, no. or is it a lack of focus? And, and Quinterly mentioned that, and some of the guys mentioned that after game. You're playing a bye game against Alabama State. You got, you got the, the week ahead of you in the Bahamas. And is focus a factor in giving up that many rebounds? And I certainly believe that can be the case. We're going to find out more this mm-hmm. week, again, of whether – you know, whether Memphis has a weakness when it comes to defensive rebounding. And, again, Kamwa can, can, can hurt you uh, inside with his size and the way he's able to rebound. We mentioned he's averaging about nine rebounds per game. And, and at times uh, is the guy they go to, although I would tell you Doug McDaniel, the little, the little point guard, yep. is the guy that, that makes it all go. And so for this Michigan team, again, I, uh, you know why it's a, it's a must-win, much like we classified it, the Missouri game, is because it's gettable. Right. It is because, again, this is not some juggernaut Michigan team. You've sort of, uh, I mentioned to you, there's concern, obviously, about Michigan coming in here on high alert off, off a loss. You know, you know that they're focused. They're not going to have the big head. But this is, again, a game where you can go up and down the roster. You've got more talent, and you can argue, obviously, from, from a defensive standpoint and offensively, you're playing better than this Michigan team. Now, there will be an adjustment, undoubtedly, for Memphis with Penny Hardaway back on the floor 
Because remember, guys, this, this isn't Penny just sitting in the gym, you know, up in the stands, still able to communicate with his team. He has not been there. And Javon Quinterly talked about that uh, uh, going into this battle for Atlantis. Uh, the fact that there will be, he thought, a different sort of vibe with Penny on the sidelines. Stansbury did a great job in terms of captaining this thing to a 3-0 start, but it'll be a different voice, certainly. And one they've heard through practices and everything else, but different in-game voice. And so you have to you have to expect a sort of adjustment to that. But again, it's been, you know, this series with Michigan, I don't know if you remember, Brad, but it's 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 been a one that has always been in tournaments like this. The last time, Maui Invitational back in 2011, you met him in the Rainbow Classic, Maui Classic. There's two Mauis, and then a preseason NIT. So you've always sort of met them here, and you've had uh, uh, basically even results. 2-2 is the series, and I'll tell you what. As much as I'm looking forward to this game, I think back to the last time, and I, I went and checked it, and it was the last time I mentioned it, 2011, that Maui Invitational, I was the Tigers basketball beater over at the uh, over at the Commercial Appeal, and this was the first big trip. Second year on the beat. Remember the year before, uh, Josh Pastner in his second season with a bunch of freshmen, including Will Barton and Joe Jackson, had lost to Arizona in the first round. And this Memphis team that was facing Michigan that year, uh, Michigan was number 15 and Memphis was number 8 in the country. They had started number 11. Huge, incredible expectations based on what that that freshman class had done the year before. And now you got Joe Jackson and Will Barton in their sophomore years going up against any guesses who that on was on that 2011 team? It was Beeline. It was Beeline, obviously. All right, for, for 12 years Michigan. ago, 2011 Michigan. It's a couple of That's names. Been a while. Tim Hardaway Jr. While. and Trey Burke. Who also wow, spent some time in the NBA. Tim Hardaway Jr. obviously still uh, with the, with the Dallas Mavericks. And those guys um, mm. Really, it was defensively where uh, Memphis just did not shoot the ball well. Tim Hardaway Jr. and uh, and 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 Trey Burke were wow. were actually they combined for thirty something points. And Joe Jackson and and Will both had off games. I will never forget mm-hmm. that game in particular because um, after I wrote it, Brad, and I'm like, oh man, now you know, second year on the beat of you know, you'd come in ranked eight in this thing and expecting mm-hmm. big things, you lose the first one. And so I, I, I write my game story. We're in Hawaii. I brought my wife out to Hawaii and everything else. Oh, nice. Right, Faith's having a good time or whatever, I mm-hmm. think. And, and so after I write the game story, get it sent in, lost. Memphis is going to be facing Tennessee in the second round of the Maui Invitational. Still a solid game. But, again, now you're in the consolation right. bracket, yeah. right? So, so, so here's, my, here, here's sort of what I was thinking. You know, consolation bracket, now I can kind of ease up. We know Memphis is going to drop in the rankings. Now it's not mm-hmm. quite you, – you don't have uh, uh, the rest, all of the country watching right. you because you're in the consolation bracket. Just It, it wasn't as high stakes mm-hmm. because you lost. Was it, was what you're hoping today doesn't happen with a loss to Michigan. Nobody's watching That's it right. against Stanford. So here's my – I send in my game story, and I tell my wife, hey, babe, you know, we are, we are in Hawaii, and let's go out for dinner. Okay. Of course, right, yeah. Brad? You would have done the same Absolutely. thing. We're going to have a fun. nice romantic dinner. We're in the mm-hmm. consolation bra- mm-hmm. bracket. Now I can sort of sit back and at least relax a little bit more. It's not as tense, sure. right, in terms of what the paper's expecting from me and everything else because mm-hmm. they've lost the first game. So my wife and I are having dinner in beautiful Hawaii. I've never been there, obviously. Long plane trip over. And, and I'm thinking, you know, this, these, this is the perks of being, a, you know, yeah, having the chance to be a beat I'm, I'm thinking how grateful I am. I look over at my wife, <laughs> and she's, uh, she's eating her dinner. And I say, I say, hey, hon, we're in Hawaii. What are we going to do after this? And you know what Faith said, Brad? What would she say? She said, I'm tired. Oh, come you on know, I've been, I've been up all day, was doing yoga. You know, all the things that, you know, I would have liked to do. She got to kick back because she's, va- she's on vacation, Brad. Of course. Yes. She, so, of course, she had a full day in my eyes, of just doing whatever she wants, of having her way. You know what I'm saying? I was at work. <laughs> I'm covering the, the Memphis loss yeah, to Michigan, you understand? In. And Daddy wants to do a little something afterwards yeah. because he's in the on the Great Islands. I yeah. mean, what, what are we talking about? He wants to see beautiful Hawaii, right? Absolutely. And so, you know, when I, when I sort of felt that vibe, that <laughs> uh, putting it off till tomorrow, I said, no, honey, I, I, you know, I want to do it today. And so Damn. it started an argument, Brad. Oh, and, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. On the beautiful island? Yep. First night, first loss. And, again, I blame Beeline and I blame that that Michigan defense because uh, Joe and Will had nothing for it. Um, We're walking back to the hotel room, Mm. and we're fighting. Oh, boy. It's getting heated. It happens. The I've freaking, been there. Like, like Faulkner, the, uh, at the time, was the, the Tiger security guy. Mm-hmm. I think he might still be. You know, he's, he sees us walking back to our room, arguing back and forth, and I have just had it because here I am, Brad. Yes. 
I've come out of the preps. You understand? Yeah, you've re- you're in the ranks here. I, I'm trying to yeah. tell my wife, you know, we we ain't at Halley Stadium anymore. Yeah, big time. You know what I'm saying? We ain't at Crump. Right. We're, we're in, in the, Hawaii. Yeah, we're covering, we're the, covering tigers. the Tigers. We're covering the Tigers. I done brought us up a little bit. Let's you know what go. I'm saying? I'm feeling myself a little bit I'm at with that you. time. I'm in the second year of my marriage. Yep. We done came out of the preps. Yeah. And we're in Hawaii. Right, uh, and so I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling grateful. I don't I feel like it. the gratefulness is being returned because my baby doesn't want to go out right. with me on this first beautiful night in Hawaii. So that's that's sort of my vibe, and I'm really frustrated. feeling myself, y'all, yeah. because in the early years of my marriage, I was, I was still, a, I was, in, I'm in my 30s, but I'm still a fool. I'm still thinking it's all about me, right? I'm feeling myself, yep. Brad, because we came into this this week ranked number eight in the country, and again, the, all eyes are on me, right? You telling me we're not gonna have a nice romantic <sighs> evening? And so we go back, Man. We're, we're arguing to death, and the next day, you got you, you ever heard the, the John Legend song? See if you can find it. Yeah. Used to Love You. I have heard Look that. Look it up. Used, yeah. used to Love You. <clears throat> used Great song. Mm-hmm. And so after this fight where I'm not, I didn't talk to my wife right that night. We went to bed, cold bed. Mm. Oh. I wake up the next morning preparing for consolation game against Tennessee, and I'm on the ironing board ironing out my Hawaiian shirt, and I'm singing to myself, Remember when I used to love you? Oh, I'm God. taking it into the next day. This is how this is my vibe going into you consolation day. Resentment. This is what the Tigers have to avoid this week. This was my vibe. I was ready two years into my marriage, y'all, in Hawaii to get with an attorney and tell her I don't love you like I used to. After this, when I see this kind of ungratefulness, I done brought us from the preps to Hawaii. And I'm still, literally, Brad, I'm ironing my own shirt, and I'm rocking back and forth to John Legend talking about, remember when I used to love you? Okay? And and she had already gone out to more yoga classes. So I, I'm singing to myself, and I'm performing. This is before Memphis's game against Tennessee, y'all, because I'm feeling real bitter, right, that we're in the consolation bracket. And so... It was awful, and little did I know, old Charles Carmooch, I guess he was feeling entitled because he'd led the Tigers in scoring in that first game against Michigan with 14 points. That man was getting massages in the next couple of rooms over. Y'all remember that? I got back. I was in such disarray, both from the Tigers losing. They did beat Tennessee, but then lost to Georgetown. They went one and two. But I'm in such disarray. What's going on with the, the marriage, the wife, and everything else? I got, I, I, I got no idea. Charles Carmooch behind all of our backs is getting massages in the room. Running up bills, yeah, that was a story when we got back, Brad. It became a new what a story. Team. Of, of I remember that. Here is the point. Wild. We all made up. We all made up like uh, like good marriages tend to do. I, I, more importantly, grew up and realized that uh, that it ain't all about me. At that time, boy, I was still me, me, five me. That's uh, that was my that was my lifestyle. But listen, we made up. We ended up. Uh, some kind of way. You know one other thing that happened? I, it's the best makeup there is. You know somewhere. one other thing that happened before we get to Empty Saint on that yeah. trip that had me steaming? Because mm-hmm. uh, you know it. You know this, man. I had come back to my wife trying to make up on one of those days. Mm-hmm. I get there. She's at the bar, right, getting a fruity drink. And guess who's talking to her? Who? Real close. Who? Mark Goodfellow. Oh. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, and, and, and of course, I knew Goodfellow from from obviously sitting in front row at Tigers games there. and everything else. But he's talking to my wife. He's smiling, you know. Careful. And 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 as that as that fool as that young husband as that two year husband, right? I think I remember I, this. Well, I felt threatened. You I, know I what I mean? And he, gave, and, and he turned around to his great. He's like, man, "What's going on, Jason?" And hey, you Tigers beat writer, and man, you yeah. do a good job and everything. But you know, you know how. Again, you <laughs> add that to how. So 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 I tell y'all that 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 little bit of a, a life story we made up. Faith and I were parasailing by the end oh, of the trip. Good. And uh, yeah, and here, what? Uh, how many years later? How many years is it? Fourteen years later. Oh, very nice. Um, <laughs> we still have our fights. I'm just now coming out of the, uh, mm-hmm. a doghouse from the last situation. As y'all know, almost burnt the house down. Yeah. Uh, but here's the point. This is the kind of chaos you want to invo- uh, avoid on these trips. And for the Tigers in particular, you hope there's nobody getting uh, any massages on the side. But more importantly, uh, that you get, again, a solid performance here. We've talked about it in the sense that you need this win over Michigan because it unlocks what could be two more quad one opportunities for you. It feels like you've lost one already because, again, that Missouri team, it has to be top 75 for that road win to qualify now as a quad one. 
You look at the way that team played against Jackson State, and the chances are this Missouri team may not be, it was already on the bubble coming into that game, may not even be a tournament team. And so, again, the this is why it's must win, Brett. The, the opportunity likely unlocks Arkansas, another quad run one, rather than a Stanford who you don't know, again, might probably going to be a quad two opportunity. You have to stack up these quad one opportunities, and the way you do that is win. We mentioned it yesterday in Cap or No Cap. You know, you think – do we think Memphis can win this thing? From a talent standpoint, they certainly can. From a point guard standpoint, with Javon Quinterly and his big game experience, remember this guy's been a, a, a SEC tournament MVP? Uh, absolutely, they can. But again, you are turning up, and I know Michigan's coming off a loss. Arkansas is also coming off a loss. But you are turning up in terms of talent level and opponent level. You're turning it way up from even what you saw clearly in the uh, against Missouri. I know that was a tough place to play, but it's starting to look like that Missouri team, again, may not be worth its salt. And so, again, these opportunities so important for you. Hopefully, Penny Hardaway's got them all on the same page. Hopefully, uh, Munns and, and Parth are all that. There's no chaos in their lives. Everybody's on the same page, and this thing can go uh, and look like at least a two and one again. That's what I think. I, I feel like, and, and we didn't mention there is a little bit of Memphis blood on that Arkansas side. If you can get to them on uh, on, fr- on on Thursday, Chandler Lawson's over there. Oh yeah. So there is a little bit of Memphis blood yeah. over there. Chandler Lawson, obviously the transfer from Memphis, but you can't get to that game without winning today. And as we said, it, it should be a fun one. Feels like big game vibes, and it's fun to do it this early. Um, but hopefully the Tigers keep it on track, unlike I was able to do the last time Memphis faced Michigan uh, in Maui. That's a good story. I'm glad you all made up. Well, you know, you know, we had to. I, I, I tell you what, man, I, I, I was ready to get a divorce. I really no, was. We've but, been there, man. But, man, those first five years, though, how many mm-hmm. times do you, do you – uh, that's, I understand. It, it, it's one of the few cards you have to play, and, again, right. it's a – it's an ignorant card. Yes. Um, uh, uh, as a, again, a young man along. in marriage. I've learned so much this, since then, and the main mm-hmm. thing is that uh, she runs it. Was that know? a worse doghouse? It's a more peaceful life when, was, when you just let, let the wife run Was things. that worse than burning down your house potentially with the leaves at the house recently, or was which one was a, a more difficult situation? The, the, problem, the problem is, Brad, is that what you have to remember when I, when I almost burned down the house is I was, I was washing her wheels and car. Yeah. And so when you think about the good oh, deed good I was thing. doing yeah. before, right. but the problem is the doghouse has been too long. Right. And so the response to this is where it is what I've had a little bit of trouble to. But ladies, you, you don't have to worry about that anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, smooth coming out of it, like he always does. Uh, basically taking the fall, saying I'm sorry. That's the way it has to happen, and uh, usually that's the best way to do it in marriage. Just 100%. just fall on just... the sword, right? Fall on the Absolutely. sword. Absolutely. Memphis versus Michigan today at four in the battle for it's a nice afternoon. I mean, hit. college yeah. basketball yeah. right now is kind of hot. No, if you look at what happens, what's happening in the Maui Invitational, the fact that Marquette, mm-hmm. our man Cam Jones, Memphians got a chance to yeah. beat number one and number two in back to back days. Wow. A uh, heck of a run for Marquette there. So mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely college basketball season right now. Also, Grizzly season. So uh, up next, we will talk to the great Anthony Sane, host of the Anthony Sane Show on Bluff City Media. Hopefully, he's going to join us here in studio. We got to talk about what Dylan Brooks said. Uh, basically, called him himself his, his old girl. He called himself our girlfriend. You miss her when she's gone, right? We'll see if he's right. Uh, when we talk to Anthony saying we get back, you listen to J&J 929FM ESPN. I'm Michael Jenkins helping you beat the books with BetQL. One of the NFL's biggest rivalries takes place again on Thanksgiving as the Cowboys host the Commanders. Dallas has been a scoring machine at home this season going 4-0 while averaging 40 points a game and the Commanders are looking for answers after dropping their last game against the Giants. The BetQL model isn't taking a side, but the five-star best bet for Thanksgiving is to take the over between Dallas and Washington. I'm Michael Jenkins. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Anthony Sane is the host of the Anthony Sane Show on Bluff City Media. Make sure you check it out. Top of Chief of Grist, Twitter, independent journalist and founder of Asylum Media Group. Make sure you're checking out the talent that's coming out of there. And father of five-star 2032 multi-sport prospect Gabriel Sane. You can follow him on X at Sane Asylum. He usually joins us Fridays. We're not here, so we have the pleasure of uh, flipping some things around him, joining us today, and we had to get him because uh, Dylan Brooks is running his mouth going into <laughs> tonight's matchup down in Houston. First time uh, the two will be reunited, and that is the Grizzlies and Dylan Brooks. And, of course, Dylan Brooks had some things to say. Already, already said some things to Chris yeah. Mannis before the season that we had talked about, you know, scape, Grizzlies scapegoating him, but had some fresh new comments and said the Grizzlies have uh, no swagger, saying, is he right? Let me let me come back to that. Let me address something you said in my intro about okay. – uh, 2000. What year you say for Gabe again? 2032, bro. <laughs> you got to That's when he's going to graduate. <laughs> 2032. We're same class. Uh, yeah, I, I had Gabe out on a, another unofficial visit at uh, at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium uh, last Saturday. It's looking good for the Tigers, man. Uh, yeah, they got their what second unofficial visit. There's two unofficial visits they got for Gabe, mm. man. And, and also, Gabe, uh, I put this on Twitter as well, when they did the, the pregame video. Yeah. And they were showing, like, you know, highlights of the players. Yeah. Gabe looked up at looked and he said uh, – Dad, one one of those is gonna be for me one day, and so right wow. now I will that's, say that that's I think, almost as good as a commitment. Yeah, I think, man. I think Memphis, to the verbal. Yeah, you 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 know you can't really commit in in the fourth grade, but I think that's pretty close to. I I would say that Memphis probably is in the lead. So he's still considering us even after the loss to SMU. Right. I think okay, I think good, the fact good, that uh, he doesn't know where Coach Prime will be at that point. Right. I think that's kind of concerning him, but I think he knows Memphis is Memphis. He knows got it. Home team is gonna be the home team, and, who, and you know Coach Prime might be. Who, whatever school, so he's he's. Who knows? I, I think that's affecting you know Coach Prime's uh, uh, inroads to Gabe at this point. But right he now, he definitely think, won't be at Colorado. Then, yeah, he ain't gonna be at sure. Colorado. That's for sure. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think Gabe is. I think I, I can put Memphis down as the favorites for. Uh, well, that's a, that, I mean, that's the best news of the day so yeah, far. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a five good, star yeah. right there, y'all. Yeah, exactly. Silverfield on it. <laughs> Silverfield working. Yeah, Don't even may, know he working. That may be some of the most positive news going into next <laughs> right. season. Right. Hey, other I, than I think, the chance to play in the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, I, I think guess. I think the the new Liberty Bowl thing is good because that joint looked like something off of Tron. Like, <laughs> I think that's probably you number saw, one. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's impressive, yeah, man. man. <laughs> like, if that's what the Liberty Bowl about to look like, bro, sign me up. And Calkins, forget everything I said about the city team. That's what the Liberty Bowl about to look like. I'm down for all that. And they up there for 2025. Right? Yeah, but that looked crazy, that. bro. Yes. Brad, you saw it too, right? It looks fantastic. The it's rent, crazy. It's, rent, it's, it's like extraterrestrial, like you say, man. Yeah, and it's now like, that we're getting two hundred twenty million. Although Memphis still has to raise fifty, so how much mm-hmm. of that fifty they'll get? But but that puts you. The initial plan was between one fifty and two hundred, and if you even if you come up a little short, yeah. you had two hundred. You should be able to do. And that's got me know, wondering if you don't the, raise the full fifty right. yeah. on Memphis' side. That's got me wondering what FedEx Forum is going to look like too, man. Because I'm like, well, y'all, get, about, we, y'all about to turn we, that we dump the, into well, that. We need you to go up to the state and get the hotel motel tax with Paul Young. Get that reverse. Yeah, I think, you know, I think Paul Young about to make something happen, man. You know, he probably got some, you know, big big business type folks here on the line. They're going to get it. You know that's going to happen. You wouldn't have Wexler making that comment. Already exactly. done. Yeah, they're talking too much. If like they didn't it's feel already. like they were going to make up that gap. Yeah. It might be some fun times, man, with some with some furniture some new going buildings. on. Yeah, in, in the city of Memphis, man, that's going to be some sweet stuff to see. It's going to be hard to get around a little bit because you know everything is shut the city down. But I, I think that that construction, seeing that new construction, man, some new some new new stuff getting that rearranged, some new energy. Yeah, man, it's going to that's. A new Liberty Bowl and a new FedEx Forum, man. That's going to look sweet. In, man, in, in and, and, and um, potentially a good product in both. If, you yeah. know, job mm-hmm. hits, you get job matures, you got mm-hmm. this team in there with these, uh, you know, yeah, hopefully. I, yeah. I, I guess that will be, by the time that's done, that'll be after Jaron's up. So yeah. hopefully you've still got him and the yeah. the three of them uh, in the mm-hmm. fold. Right. Uh, tell me about, again, 
on this matchup tonight with the Houston Rockets. Now, they've lost three straight but started 6-3, and three. one of the best defensive teams mm-hmm. uh, in the league. You mentioned how much you like uh, the job that Ime Udoka has done yeah. with them. Um, number one, is it real what they've done? Or are they going to fall back sort of back to earth before um, this thing's all over? And then number two, we'll get into Dylan Brooks and his comments. I think they kind of have. I think I think what the, what the universe is going to make happen is you're going to see Memphis and Houston in the play-in. I think Memphis is going to fight like that would crazy. Be tremendous. That's happening, man. And I think that, I would, think, I mean, that would be tremendous. Right. And I think if the NBA gods, aka Adam Silver, have anything mm. to say about it, like he's gonna, you're going to start seeing some yeah. Vince McMahon stuff going on as far as with the officials to make sure that that happens. That if, could happen if, if it gets within range. He's going to make that happen because he's all about the TV dollars and, and eyes on things, and hyping things up, and creating rivalries. And I think that um, if there's any chance that you can see. Uh, what would it be, 7-10, a 7-10 matchup? Yeah, mm-hmm. if you can see a 7-10, I don't know if Houston's going to be I, – I think they're good enough to be around that spot. So, yeah, you'll, you'll see some finagling, I believe, to get Memphis versus Houston because that'll be must-see TV. If you got healthy – you got John Morant back, whatever the best version of this Grizzlies team is, if they're a playing type team. And um, if you look at the standings, they're they're right there. They're right there as far as being in the sixth place. You know what right. I mean? So, yeah, um, I think that'll be exciting. Back to your original question about the swagger. Um, I think Dylan sounds ridiculous. Shout out to Tony Allen for calling him out. Did Tony call him out? Yeah, you ain't seen it? No, what'd he say? Oh, man. Tony Allen, like, <laughs> for I've been real. deep in this Michigan. Yeah, what, what Tony, Tony Allen, Allen, Allen was like, Tony Allen was like, yeah, man, he said, but he was like, yeah, you might you might be the you know girlfriend looking good on the sideline, man, but you know you but she can't read though. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, he, he said, said she can't. Yeah, read. He, he said he, he said he, he said um, that's pretty good for me. He Ryan said, "Who Ryan. is gratuity?" He said, "He said you get the check and she be talking about who is gratuity." <laughs> <laughs> Love While we Tony her. Yeah, oh Tony was going in. He, he basically was saying like Dylan knows why the Grizzlies aren't good right now. He was like, "You ain't got job. You got all these injuries." Like Dylan knows it's good to talk to that noise. Now he's like, brain like y'all just killing folks. Like y'all, you know, y'all right there around where we at. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So he was like, don't don't get too excited or whatever. To see Tony Allen say that, I'm surprised that hasn't gone like super viral too. I'm surprised that hasn't taken off. But I agree with him. Plus another thing too, man, the identity and the swag of this team is John Morant, bro. Like I've been to NBA road games with the Grizzlies and I saw mobs of kids. Getting one to get a John Moran autograph. I've seen John Moran's shoes drop and they're sold out in a minute or two. I've seen those type of things happen. I've seen his jerseys. I've seen toys. I've seen dolls. I've seen uh, the little pop thing, the little bobblehead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those, like, Ja, ja has all those things. He's a, I've seen people dress dogs up and give him dreadlocks and Ja Raff. And I, I mean, he's, that's the team swag, man. That's our drip, is John Moran. I didn't even know that Dylan Brooks was the conductor of the finger point. Tiptoe dance thing until after I was he was gone. Say, he was like a, I didn't even he, know that. <laughs> like, to say he wasn't part of the spirit he, though would be he was, would be but bro, like, he was a part. This of team it. swag is John Moran. No question about the that. swagger, the confidence, the, the crap talking, the the out front uh, crap talking is John Moran. And um, I'm ha- like I said, I'm happy for Dylan. This is all part of his gimmick. We knew um, he was going to say some things like. Oh this. yeah, I, and I'm sure he's going to be buck wild tonight. Like I know I he's gonna he'll be, be in Bane's face trying yeah, to get on the Bane yeah. skin. No, first. I think he's going to try somebody, so somebody else. else? I, think he, I think he's going to physically try something with somebody else, like a Zaire Williams or a David Roddy. Why are you going to try something with one of the? That's, one what, of the, that's, that's what I think he's going to do. I think he's going to do something to one of them dudes, and, and then we're going to see Bane. Oh, react I won't to respect that as much. I, yeah. I would prefer. I would yeah. respect more if it's him and Bane. Yeah, he gonna he gonna be on some other stuff. A little bit back, but I don't care what you know what's outside. And Bane is the guy that he really feels way about. And isn't if you're Bain right now when you're yes. talking about Ja being out, he's kind of the guy. He yeah. got up in Anthony Davis's face yeah. on the, after yeah. the Santi thing. Mm-hmm. But I think Dylan, of course, if he feels a way about anybody, it's Desmond Bain. Because it's like Dylan was here first. Oh, he, I'd say he looks at that. That should oh, be yeah. like, like <laughs> right. a flash from a five-round right. beat to uh, one. Like Eddie yeah. Gang, he looked at yeah. flash, you know what I'm but saying? But it feel like to be me type stuff, yes. for real. Yeah. So um, Dylan, like you think about it, Dylan was here first on a bad team. They were giving him the total green light. 100%. He comes back the next season. You got Dylan banners hanging from FedEx for him and all these type of things because he was just the first rookie we had since Mike Conley that showed anything. You, so then you come in, you bring Jaron in. Different position. All right, this kid's kind of goofy. All right, whatever. Whatever. He's cool. All right, fine. Yeah. All right, y'all drafted John Morant. I get it. All right. All right, bro. Who, who is Devin Bain? Right. You know what I mean? It was, a, <laughs> it, was like, a, it was a big three yeah. before Bain got here. And then, I remember, and then Bain basically yeah. takes your spot. Yeah, I was, in the lock, I was in the locker room covering the team Josh rookie year, right? Yep. And I remember Dylan's energy was, we're, we're the big three. And I might be LeBron in this. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if we're Boston, I might be Paul Pierce in this. Like, he was thinking he was that dude. A thousand. And these, are, these are my two little dogs, man. We're going we gonna to take over the league. My two little, young, my little brothers, man, we're going to take over the league. Then they bring Desmond Bain in. It's like, all right, bro, who are you, bro? <laughs> like, and so I think that's the dude he really feels way about. And we're going to see them get into it. But I, I think because no, that's the one. But I think it's right. going to be birthed off of something off the ball. I think Dylan's going to. I think Dylan's going to be checking Bain. But I think he's going to do something goofy. Like I think he's going to do something dirty to one of those other dudes, and that's going to get him and Bain into. He it. must hate it, man, because that man hadn't just gone on. You thought at one point it should be you, your focal point. Yeah. He's gone on to be better than Clay. Clay, he's the next Clay Thompson. He's right. already averaging more than Clay is ever. Right. And he and he actually has a ball in his hand. Clay ain't dribbling nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Especially so right now, with if it. you want to comp him, he's more like a Ray Allen, young Ray Allen, or a young Bradley Beal. That's that's who he looks like. That's Clay, what yeah. Clay doesn't put it on the floor. The shooting the numbers, yeah, but Clay was never the guy that you could give the ball to and say go get a bucket um, or whatever. But, but will he be that with? I mean, technically, he will still be that player with job, but it'll be a lot yeah. more like Clay. It's gonna be super hard to get. It's gonna be super hard to guard this. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. If, if because you can because you can kind of play Jaw off the ball and let Bane cook a little bit. And it'll be easier for him to cook because teams are going to have to guard Ja. Because if Ja gets the ball back in a one-on-one, he's going to murder some dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's going to be super uh, fun once Ja gets back. But tonight's going to be fun, man. I don't, I don't want to see nothing but entertaining stuff. I don't care about the game, really. You don't <laughs> I just care wanna, if we win the game. I just want to know. I don't, man. I just want to see. Win I want to see Bain and Dylan get into it to get to that play. And I actually think we're going to win, but like I don't really care about the win and loss. I know it's going to be super fun to see Dylan out there acting a damn fool. Like think, you what, know that's happening, bro. What I see of uh, uh, Houston's favorite by four and a half. So Grizzlies, uh, yeah. Grizzlies going into this one uh, as underdogs certainly, and then. Um, are they gonna have enough bodies? Saw where your boy Laravia, he got on the shades because he gotta have the man looking terrible, the man. corneal or whatever it is, yeah, abrasion man. stuff. Are they gonna have enough bodies? Well, how about Santi stepping up? Santi it, was huge. It, it's good in the sense saying that that production that you saw against Boston, yeah, that's great, and you got a third guy out there that's producing, but then it takes from a bench that right now doesn't have anything. Yeah, so it kind of it yeah. kind of hurt. It helps you, but it hurts yeah. you too in a way. Yeah, Santi's been incredible. Um, I did not have Santi Santi Aldama small forward on my bingo card, and I kind of had conversations with people telling them I thought that was crazy to think about. Could he be good it. enough that we change how we feel about that draft? Um, no. You, still, you can't get to that level here. You didn't, you didn't draft him at ten. You didn't. You, but you, if you, but to Calkins' point, mm-hmm. if you flipped it and just yeah. said, "Okay, well, you hit on this one. Santi, yeah. Make Santi the ten, and you <laughs> hit on one of them that ended up being a right. pretty good piece. And maybe you and you missed on you missed on Zaire. Is that yeah. not a, a, a an accurate way to frame it? If Santi continues to be the guy that he was on Sunday and against San Antonio, I get that. In a perfect world, you got Trey Murphy and Santi. On this team, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah, negate. Trey's had a good career because you traded up to go get. But Zaire you Wood. also got Stephen Adams. Yeah, part of that deal too. Like we talked about too, you could have had Stephen Adams without even involving in draft picks. Like True. they were trying to get off of him in anyway. So could could have been another way to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I I'm not gonna. But I'm not gonna kill that draft because if I'm if I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna kill him for 2022. That's the one that's that we the know one, yeah. right now is yeah. So if I'm gonna kill really him, really right kill him now, not paying dividends. Uh, yeah, because that that I do not see a good ending to that. Like I don't see anybody. Nobody from that draft is going to be what Santi is. I don't think anybody from that draft is going to be what Zaire is. You know what I mean? So, I don't. I don't. The, the jury is really out on 2022, and it's not looking good right now at all. Who, if you're talking about just weathering the storm over mm-hmm. these next 12 and getting as many as you can, which one of these guys um, that could be back within that time is the most important to get back? I mean, I guess Kennard and Tillman will mm-hmm. be the first ones back before Smart. Um, which one's the most important to get? Again, if we're just talking about getting as many wins as possible over mm-hmm. these next twelve, it's hard to say because we know it's extended on Tillman and on mm-hmm. on Kennard, But seems like they they got to get one or two of them back, man. Or else, um, are, no, are we including smartness? We are including. Or I mean, do you think in the three to five weeks that puts us where? I mean, if he's John, if, he, if he's back three weeks, then then right. yes. Then Look yes. at that situation where Smart, Kennard, and Jock could really come back at the same time. And you put Smart <laughs> back at the three there, and Santi back on the bench, helping uh, the bench unit that's struggling. About or that do you, too, do you stay with the size in the front court that you you showed against Boston in the starting lineup? I've been thinking about this too. Um, the Grizzlies traded this uh, Warriors pick the this year pick. to go to Boston, right? Yes. I don't even want to talk about that because. Golden State is looking kind of I don't know if that's gonna hold up, but I mean I'm not I don't even want to talk about it. They're that. looking old. But you kind of have to play Marcus Smart if you made that level of investment in him. You're not you didn't go get Marcus Smart and give up those level two first round draft picks for a guy that's gonna be your in, in essence your backup point guard. You know what I mean? Or your combo guard off the bench or whatever. So I don't think he's coming off the bench at all. But it does make me wonder because when they traded for Smart, I was like, all right, the three guard thing that'll work. When Ja gets back, he can be your primary defender, perimeter defender, whatever. That can work. 
But now I'm looking at like, okay, is he going to make it past the trade deadline? Especially if Santi can play the three two. You know what yep. I mean? So I'm looking at all those. Flip type, him again. Yeah, I would. I would look into flipping him again. Honestly, not that I don't think he fits and all those type of things. What will they need um, at the trade deadline? If that, I'm Memphis, that he could be a part of if you needed it to be. Even if I, I, I honestly, honestly think you may can get this done without a market smart too. But if I'm Memphis, I'm looking hard at our oh boy. You know what I'm about to say. I'm looking hard at OG Ananobi again because that Making situation. Yeah, that situation is not what it was last year. You're, he's in the final year. When it was of the deal. four, four picks. No, I mean like last year, they had another year. Like he, he had yeah, this contract wise. Yeah, yes. And that team doesn't look good. You and, think the price will be the same? I think the price may go down because you're talking about a guy who, like, if you don't, you don't trade me, I'm probably not coming back here next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you may want to get something for him now that you that you probably thought you were going to get because they probably thought, all right, we'll be better next year. We'll get things together. We'll figure this out. And I, I, I figured a uh, um, um, side thing was last year, if I move this dude, I'm going to rob you in a, in a trade. Mm-hmm. But I think he's got enough sense to know now I got to get something for this dude. So you may can get um, a better deal with um, for OG now. And Memphis is a team. We've made deals with, you know, Masai before. He got his phone number. Clyman's got his phone number for sure. So I, I would revisit that for sure um, by the trade deadline. Would that be – I mean, the move you have to make, though, doesn't it have to be <laughs> – also, not just for trying to turn this around this mm. year, but for for the future, yeah, for the next two. Yeah, and yeah. so, are you you're you're doing that with the hopes, obviously, of bringing OG back in, right? Because he's right. got the player option now. Well, that's, that type that's of the, stuff, like you said, that's the yeah. difference between last year and this year. Yeah. Now is that he's got that player option; he could opt out. You would be right. doing that with the understanding you're bringing him back and resigning yeah, yeah, exactly. him as those, the piece for the future. Yeah, right? You're those not going to waste those, assets yeah. and just nah, have him nah. as a rental. That's one of those things where that's that's the under the table right. yeah, you would get conversation that done. thing. You would yeah, yes, uh-huh. be talking about that before. Yeah, uh-huh. and I think there's probably something that's probably already happened. And, like, but but the, now I try, to get, that, I, try, I try to get the Grizzlies in trouble for uh, what's the word uh, tampering or nothing. But no, but but they yeah. said before that OG two sees himself possibly as like a second guy. Mm-hmm. You think you think you think could convince him? I hope it's not true. I don't think that's true. You think you can convince him? Right. Hey, the, the pieces are here. Come on and be. Yeah. I think you see the final piece. I think you see a lot more. I think you see a lot more bickering from him if that was because he said that like two or three years ago, and like I haven't sure. heard. And I haven't guys heard grow him, up and they mature. Yeah, and they, yeah. I haven't heard him say anything. And the that, priorities change, right? He's clearly he's going backwards in priority over there. You know what I mean? But he's looking to get paid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he, he gonna have to get paid for sure. And I, I mean, I I guess the money will be there with yeah. what you're sending out. But if I'm the Grizzlies, bro, like I'm I'm like screw draft picks for like the next three or four years. Being honest, well, with I you, think man. you've been there and done that, and it's not paying dividends this year. Yeah. Especially as you've been exposed and guys have gone down, and so yeah. now it's so that's what I was telling Trista yesterday. Now it's about adding some veteran yeah. pieces to the young guys you got. Yeah, I would get rid of every pick I got for like the next three, four years, man. Especially the one this year, if you can have people. Well, but that's the thing with that though. That our draft pick this year is going to lose value as the year goes on because once Ja gets back, we're going to get better. I think they need to. I would. I would not be mad if the Grizzlies tried to make a trade now, including this year's draft pick. Come off this and, year and really bet on themselves. Okay, we're not going to be terrible if Ja gets back, and we get with the whole and the, the or, team you're yeah. trading to. Thinks okay, yeah. it could be a low pick because they look pretty bad right now. Yeah, Because yeah. I think a lot of a lot of stuff that was the way it I was last year at the deadline and last off season. I think this deadline things could be a lot change, lot lot of changes since then. Like, Need to be because that's even the guys chart. like Miles Bridges, bro. Like, are we sure Brooklyn wants to? Are we sure Brooklyn thinks the same thing about him now as far as the future goes as they did when they got him last year? Like that that type of type of stuff changes quickly, bro. Like if your team isn't progressing, like that kind of those kind of guys. You ain't can, talking about Miles. You talking about uh? No, oh, I'm so sorry. Y'all. Yeah, that, that's the wrong that's the wrong Bridges. <laughs> Mikael Bridges. Yeah, yeah thank I'm sorry. You, thank like, you. no, I don't, I, wanna, I, I don't I want Miles. Clean, bro. I need to clean hey, that up real fast. So, y'all, Miles is y'all not phone the answer. Y'all about to be buzzing. Yeah, Twenty blowing up. Yeah, we got enough crime in the city. Yeah, man, we good, man. We good. No, but that yeah no, you threw me off with that. No, one. You said Miles. Thinking, no, man. man, we going what, what kind of stories gonna be real? <laughs> like a Zebo situation? Yeah, my bad, bro. Yeah, we killed him when he first. No gets more here redemption then, stories. We nah, still we, try to redeem your job, we, bro. We, for, we, for real, we, we can't do anything with him. What are you? Uh, what are you doing? We're talking, to, of course, Anthony Sane uh, from Bluff City Media. What are you doing uh, for today's big game, 4 p.m. Memphis versus Michigan, the city's team? Uh, I don't drop locations. That's how you get popped. But I will be hanging out with my brother James Sane. We're gonna be out. Out and about watching uh watching does, the game with the people somewhere. Does it feel like a big game to you? Oh yeah, it is. I, I've been uh, saying I've been going I feel yeah. big game vibes in the air. You, you win the this chance one. to advance. Yeah, you win this and you look good in this tournament, man. All this 
crying about the top twenty five. That's that's null and void. That's the thing about it. If you, it's must win in the sense that you want to you want to get out of that eight nine seed. You mm-hmm. want to you want to move up. You want to you want to get in the top twenty five yeah. and stay there. Yeah. Then these are the kinds of games that you got to win on a national uh, stage where everybody's everybody's watching. Because that Missouri game ain't looking like nothing. Right now. <laughs> no, the folks dropped them off and lost to oh, Jackson yeah. State, bro. That mug, it, that so mug it's aged like two a, now. It's gone from one to two, <laughs> like you said, aged like a banana. Real yeah, banana fast. and milk. It got, it got real brown yeah. real fast. It, it, it aged like a banana in milk outside. That's how that joint aged. I'm aged, a, this, sure. this team with all of its weapons, man, David Jones, Jaquan Walton, I know I know. last year after you got past one and two, we've talked about this with, with Kendrick and with DeAndre, it was a bunch of role guys that you just try to put a blind faith in. You know, Elijah, no disrespect to those guys, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. This one's got weapons all over the floor. you got a point guard that's a big game point guard in Javon Quinley. It just feels like yeah. a lot's possible. Uh, that doesn't win yeah. you games, but it feels like a, a, a run through this thing to the championship or a two-one record yeah. is certainly possible. I think it needs to happen if you want to get again, if you want to improve that seating. Yeah, I'm really excited about this game. I think, like you said, it can mean so much to just to get out of the, get out of the gate. We all that's something about Penny's teams, and I think this team is totally different than anything Penny's had. It's, he's never had anything close to what he's got now. Not this kind of experience. One, it's, it's always been a, exactly. It's, it's always been a very shaky start. Like. Like, we lose to some team that's pretty good, yep. and then we get another team in a consolation game that, that we think we're supposed year, to win. That was last year, you lose to Seton Hall. And we lose to them, too. Like, yeah, it's like, it, was, yeah. it was bad, yeah, yeah. bad luck, but it put you down to Stanford, and you didn't get the, you didn't yeah. get the spotlight right yeah. there in the tournament. Right, and this is the opportunity to kind of write, to kind of write all those wrongs and get all that, all that history out of there. And I think if you're a team who comes out looking good in this um, non-conference schedule, like – you're talking about a team that could be a high, high seat, you know what I mean, in, in the actual tournament for sure, if you can get some quality wins. And I think that starts tonight. And I think it's going to be a good opportunity. Like I said, I I haven't been this amped about Tiger basketball, man, since the Four Kings. Yeah, you know it I mean? feels like they're not like, going to get some electricity. Yeah, like I've, had some, I've had some preseason hype that ends like when I see – like, I, I, all right, these are kids. Like, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> like, I'm out. Four I'm Kings done. got humbled early, lost Oklahoma State. Uh-huh. They came back and won one of these yeah. tournaments. Like, we're talking yeah. about down in Orlando, beat Marcus Smart yeah, uh, when I, they were number five uh-huh. in the country, and that second time with yep. them. Yeah, so I haven't been disengaged for a while, man. And, and it's 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 a good feeling, man. It's, it's, it's really good vibes around the city altogether, especially with the news we got yesterday, man, that, uh, you know, whether, whether you're bleeding tiger blue or grizzly blue or both, you know, I mean? it's, it's, it's really good news. Oh, he's Mr. Memphis, isn't he? Who Fred is Smith. It? Fred Smith, oh, yeah, he dropped off. I mean, in terms of what he's he done for the city, yesterday. in terms of he sees the problem, like his son said, it's mm-hmm. a, they call it a conundrum, and we don't like to see tigers, grizzlies fighting over this money, this public spat. Yeah. Pour $50 million on it. I mean, little some type stuff. Yeah, that's coming and in. I think, as a, I think it's more good news to come, man, because the way people are talking, when you saw the grizzlies say, yeah, we're fine with this, and they still know they're short $200 million, like there's something out there. I think I don't think it's just. The hotel, motel tax, whatever. Yeah. I think it's some other, some other benevolency or something like that going on. But it's, I think they've got something worked out already. So I think we'll hear better news coming in the next. It, year, it feels weeks. like to me the best part of this might be in addition to both teams getting fully renovated facilities mm-hmm. or both you know entities getting that. It's the the idea that the University of Memphis could finally control. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Stadium like, too I don't really, in this that, process. Yeah, I don't understand you, that. If part. you talk about that transferring mm-hmm. of sort of power and and all the revenue streams that that would now create for Memphis, I mean, you heard Strickland say, mm-hmm. "Look, the Liberty Bowl's been a it's been a it's been a liability for us in terms of the upkeep and everything mm-hmm. else. We could be using that money that we're paying for new fields on mm-hmm. city issues, right. and we hand this over to Memphis. That that could be." In addition, again, to the both facilities being yeah. fully renovated, that's like the biggest news of the whole thing. Yeah. Memphis wanna, gets control of that. I just wonder, can that the can school help you with that, power fives, possibly, you know, yeah. whatever it's going to be, power, the power yeah. structure, looking at you and saying, okay, this school's actually got everything in line. Mm-hmm. It, it controls its own stadium like you're supposed to. They don't have the on-campus, but mm-hmm. they've got control of it. I mean, that yeah. part of it seems huge. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, can Not they handle it, but it does about, sound huge. dope as hell, though. Like, that sounds... I mean, it, it might, sounds like a really big deal. I mean, like, if, if if and someone else made the point, they're absolutely right. If it's a liability for the city in terms of upkeeping, you could be using that money somewhere else. There's the potential that it could be a liability for the score of the Tigers, especially mm-hmm. if you got a football product that nobody wants to come and see mm-hmm. in a newly renovated building. And that's why I would go to back again. How yeah. how urgent this issue is in terms of getting some momentum and excitement, man, around that football program because yeah. you being that thing in 25. You need a product out there that excites yeah. people to go with it. Yeah, they got to be dead serious about that type of stuff. Um, and they, they, they yeah, if you you can't have that, you can't have that brand new building, and people just aren't interested in. in and the fourth place finishes in a conference. Yeah, you got you got to step it up for sure. What but you it, and uh, what you and Gabe doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, going out to uh, the country to go see my. It's crazy, man, because you, you know you start getting old because when 
when the kids you sat at the kids table with, like they're the ones who are putting Thanksgiving together. Now. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like we my, old, bro. Yeah, uh, I lost my mom in 08. I lost my aunt in I think 17, 19, something, 2019, I think. So um, my my mom and aunts are gone. My, I have one aunt left. So my cousin, she's doing the uh, the cooking tomorrow, and she did it last year. And, and uh, man, she channeled something like she. She 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 channeled the wisdom of the ancestors because I I was tasting my mama food on the table and, and grandma and all kind of stuff going on. So I'm excited about that for sure, man. I talked about that uh, on Anthony Sane's show, uh, which you guys can check out on Bluff City Media anytime today uh, about just the importance of Thanksgiving to me personally. Like uh, we've got all this these new things out, like Friendsgiving and Men'sgiving. I saw Freaksgiving yesterday. I don't know if you Freaks? saw that. Freaks it was some, some nasty stuff, man. I don't know if y'all saw that oh, or not. No. It was on my Twitter, man. It's like I don't know what this was. It was a whole other type of energy. But uh, those things are cool, but I think the essence of having time where you're connecting with your family, connecting with the, the elders in your family, and just that that legacy and unity, I think that's the the beauty of Thanksgiving. I, I hope people don't get away from that. Take the time yeah. to slow down. You see your friends all through the year. Y'all go to brunch every weekend anyway, or whatever y'all do. But take this time tomorrow tomorrow to make sure you get with Grandmama them and auntie and them and, you know, your cousin you ain't seen in a while and argue about politics and argue about whatever y'all argue about. But just take that time to spend time with the, your family because you don't know how much time you got. That is a, that's a fantastic reminder. Yeah. Uh, you and I were both at the final game for yep. 901 FC yeah. uh, this yep. year. Any, any final words? Sounds like they'll they'll have another season at least. <laughs> yeah, but now man. that they're not getting any money in the, uh, in man, the deal. Folks, the hey, the red bird felt the way, man. We are flabbergasted. Yeah, exactly. Any, any final words? Because it yeah. does feel like 901 FC's day. In, in Memphis are, yeah, uh, man. are limited. Maybe we'll get one more season out of it. Yeah, it does feel like they have an expiration date. Did you have fun? Was it a good I run did. for you? You went to a lot of matches. I went to a lot of matches. Yes, you did. And, and I'll make sure I go to as many as I can You were one of the guys that waved the flag for them, Yeah, man. waved the flag. I never got a chance to break the guitar. Now, how the hell y'all do that 901 FC? This man coming to every game. Every game, ambassadors. He flying the flag. You never let him break the guitar. We kept having the schedule. We had to reschedule. And, oh, this person came in. And, all right, man. All right, I'm not. Dude, we got one. One more season. You got to make one more season, happen, man. You got to make it happen, bro. Night Pickering and all of them. <laughs> up out of here. They up out of here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.